0: You're listening to the Rough and Tumble podcast. Five, four, three, two, one.
1: You could honestly like do without the windscreen, but it just looks yeah, it, it looks does cooler. look right <laughs> <cool>. it <laughs> makes now. it look more professional. <laughs> so we've got to use it. Um. So yeah, that's the other thing is we just. We just jump right into it. We don't even yeah. We don't say nothing. Uh, we used to. We used to be like, "Are you ready, dude? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, yeah. <sighs> here we go." All
0: don't right. y'all have like a little oh. intro list?
1: Yeah, on. yeah. Right. yeah we put it I in like and that. play it.
2: Like I, Johnny made that whole thing. I don't have
1: nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> this is all I do right here. This is it. I stole all of it. You do but a fine job. I feel like sure. I do. Man, she's doing great for sure. T.J. Brown is with us today for everybody. That's uh, our two listeners. Yep. Um... <laughs> downtown tj brown i wish we had an applause thing that'd be cool Oh, it would be cool if we could we fucked up all the
0: um applause we don't have any sound effects anymore no
1: i broke the cable and i'm too lazy to go get a new one i need to order one on amazon
0: well thank you guys for having me man no Uh, problem yeah there's a some people around the gym that kind of listen to you we listen to you and some few others and it will be like we'll kind of y'all keep us up to date on some things man Uh, i enjoy listening to you guys you're a liar yeah, you told well, me you, ju- you told me just now that you've never listened to us. We're gonna episode. be
1: we're gonna <laughs> oh be testing God. you. We're gonna be testing you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: You're gonna have to tell us what was on episode five. And oh, double yeah. podcast tri- <laughs> trivia. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything about the fact that TJ sitting in my spot though. Oh yeah, that's true. TJ, it's all right. We don't say nothing. It's okay. I Man, you stay
1: there. Johnny told me to sit here. He was like, <laughs> Johnny does everything to fuck up my day. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, you know, somebody told me we're going to be doing this around nine o'clock and then...
0: So he is, gives me shit all the time about... So I'm super punctual. Well, i was on his pu- way to Valonia. I was. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I, so I put it in my maps and I'm like, this can't be right. There was one in uh, Sherwood and there was one yeah. in See, in I in told you, dude, because yeah. the first time I was going to come
2: here, it I was like, I guess mm. Johnny moved to Sherwood. I'm not going okay. to... like, I'm glad
1: I asked. Did you go? No. Okay. So I, I did the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad I asked because... It's not too far. I might, I might be moving to Jacksonville soon. That's, uh, that actually is kind of
2: on the rocks right now. So, really? How come? Because yeah. of the house thing? You guys don't have good credit?
1: No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I'm not on the loan. <laughs> um, no, she, her stepmom is on her bank account, and she forgot about it mm. and, like, forgot that her name was on there, so now that brings up a whole bunch of complications oh. with the loans and stuff. Who is she? Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend, uh, Lizzie, so she's awesome. buying a house. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we might be moving to Jacksonville. How long have you guys been together? Uh, For a while. We've been together for... Well, if you ask her, we've been together for like two and a half years. Oh, man. But so I didn't even know this. We've been together like... I never asked. We've been together <laughs> two times now. It's true. There was a time like six years ago that we dated i thought we were dating she doesn't agree with that she thinks that we were just okay that's up. just what she said so that right. she could keep having sex with the guys right that's it yeah. that's exactly what mm. she was doing we weren't serious and then i wanted to be boyfriend and girlfriend and she didn't and then, <laughs> so i went on to. did you things.
2: send her a letter that so she could check yes or no in a box
1: yeah <laughs> her wow. mom hid the letter hid the letters from me how long you and tara been together
0: oh man uh I wish I could tell you exactly. She she'll probably. Well, she's gonna listen to this hour. if you're on yeah, it, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd say about four or five years, dude. Like that's it's,
2: about right, it's cause for real dude. Cause, cause I've known real. you for about well since I've been at Westside it was about four or five years. So, yeah. so you guys been together almost as long as me and my living
0: have been together. How long have you been together, About
2: About the four. same. Yeah, yeah, it'll be five man. years in May.
0: Yeah, she's the real deal, dude. Like to, yeah. put, to put up with my shit and, <laughs> and put dude. up with uh, like the fight lifestyle. Yeah, man, there, there's a lot to be said for that, you know, like. You know how it is you, you you're getting ready for a fight your, your nerves are already there and put on top of that like not being able to eat and you know you're uh just get a little grumpy you know and she does well as my kid too so man yeah she kudos to her man for putting up with me this long you know
2: how i know tj's getting ready for a fight no because he texts me and says can you cover all my classes this week
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, when mitch I, uh talks to me i say he's like are you busy tomorrow i was like oh no He's asking me to go for a class. But it's like I can't tell him no because like he's been there for me like so many times. My so, students, I
1: think they they all know the same thing. They're like, oh, Johnny's messaging me, what's up? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, because I
1: did. I asked him last night in the gym. I was like, uh, I was like, hey man, what are you doing tomorrow? And that look on his face
2: was like, bro. There we go. And I'm <laughs> like, Motherfucker,
0: you ask me so many yeah. more than I, I ask I you. So owe you. <laughs> I I so owe you. And but dude, you know how it is. Like going back I to back, like <laughs> Uh, so there, are, we're scheduled to have like three kids classes back to back. Yeah. And by, oh, by you have the time back
1: to back kids
0: classes, bro, yes, that's bro. too much. I have one kids class and no. then I'm done. And uh, by the time to the third, I'm just so like mm-hmm. not physically but mentally exhausted. Yeah, because you, know? you kind of have to turn on for them. You want you want to give a good class, and for me, like that's, you put on that's a show. Yeah, yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and uh, you want to do your best, and you want to keep them entertained, and and I do a three to five. Well, it's actually four to six year old. That's starting out,
1: dude. That's a I, I, I think I, I
0: – You do that on Wednesday? Uh, That's on Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you that's, done that one? Boy. Yeah. I, um, you
2: said three to five. Uh, it's Time for – I thought you – you mean, uh, age.
0: Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, dude, that's a tough one. But I I Wait, you have the down. age group three year old to five year old? Okay. So I'll, we've actually just changed it to four to six. It was Good three idea. To five. Dude, Good I got, idea. I got rid of five
1: to seven because it was too young. Dude, I was no, like, start no. them at seven.
0: There's times where I literally have to walk the kids out and, and tell the parents are just not ready. You know? Yeah. And, and it, when I first started, like, I was like, uh, I wanted to make sure every I wanted to try to sign up every kid I could, try mm-hmm. to look good for Matt and Rolly. But then like eventually, you know, like Matt and Rolly was like, hey man, some kids just aren't ready. And uh and, and that's just true. Like some of them are more mature than others, and uh and uh, I've had to actually walk some out, but man, they're just not ready. Like uh and that's just the way it is sometimes. It's, yeah, it's tough.
2: Yeah. And for those that don't know, so TJ and I both coach at Westside. TJ teaches the kids classes, he teaches MMA, he teaches kickboxing and occasionally fills in for jiu-jitsu whenever he, whenever somebody needs him to fill in. Right. Um, and so, yeah, like, on, like on, if I cover TJ's classes on Tuesday and Thursday, like he said, you're literally doing a kid's class from five o'clock to six o'clock or a uh, five to five 30, yeah. then kids kickboxing from five 30 to six, then another kid's class from six to seven.
0: Yeah, man. You so know. if
2: TJ's covering my classes, I get to leave at seven,
1: but like, if he's hooking me up, he has to teach MMA from like 7 to fucking 7:30 yeah, to 8:30. Dude, I'm yeah. such a whiny baby. Like, I uh so I was a preschool teacher for a long time. And so really? yeah, yeah, and I'm like, dude, I did my time. He's not I, allowed court order situation yeah, he can't You do know, I did. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um so, but I'm like I did my time, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then I have my one kids class and then somebody, this poor kid, his <laughs> mom asked me like, "Do you guys do birthday parties?" I was like, "No." She's like, yeah. Do you want to do a birthday party? Nope. I don't. Bro, it's I not one. worth the money to for me. For the
0: money, I did one. Yeah. And again, for the I'll gym thing? Yes, I did one, too. It's,
1: it's so tough because you have a bunch of hyperactive kids all jacked up on cake.
0: Do you remember coming when we in did that the, don't uh, know what
2: they're doing? The Halloween party? It was like two or three oh, years yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember that one. Toilet paper, for some reason, ended up all over the fucking gym. I <laughs> <laughs>
0: they wrapped one of the kids. That's they what it was. It was like, it was like Oh, they, let's make a mummy. Made him a mummy. It's like, and then none of the parents cleaned it up. But I will say, oh, it's course, like, yeah. you look at like that Rock City, yeah, like, with I, Kirby. you know, there's some things that I, I, I don't exactly agree with at their gym, but Nathan Kirby is a phenomenal kids coach. Like, yeah. He's oh, built yeah. a phenomenal program. Like maybe that just don't exactly max my personality, but I, I, I feel like I give a great I think you do. Like, awesome. However, he's on another level, bro. Like, yeah. When it he, comes to know, that organization, he, he, he puts on the red nose and the hat. and, like, yeah. I, work, can't and I can't do uh, that. I can't do that and uh, but he's got a phenomenal kids program you see it at the AGF tournaments mm-hmm. like, you know he, he he does do a great job with that and his man. coaching like he you hear him talk it.
2: about like the way he nicknames moves
0: yeah from like yeah. a
2: you know and he just starts yelling out these weird names yeah. and the kids know exactly what it mm-hmm. is yeah you know
0: um and, and the fighters I talked to, they're like uh, Taylor guys. Um, he fought one of our guys. Like he says, he's really motivating as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. And so much of this game is mental, as you guys know. Oh right? yeah. So, I so.
1: think it's all about like what you can keep up uh, consistently. Like I can't keep that attitude consistently, and oh, I can't keep that point. personality yeah. consistently. Yeah. If he can do it, more power to mm-hmm. him. I just yeah. can't do it. <laughs> it is tough. I mean, like like TJ said, like um, when I'm covering or when he's covering.
2: Like by that third class where you've had to keep it at such a high level. And the thing is is I'm a pretty high energy guy as it is. Like, yeah. you know, I walk around the gym fucking high fiving everybody, you know? And um, but right about 730, that's why I usually after class, I'll usually just go sit on the wall and, and bullshit with yeah, you guys and stuff like that.
0: Just, just get a relationship. Just be just a grown go, up for yeah, a second. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah.
1: You've got a DJ, how old are you? Twenty nine. You're twenty yeah. nine? I always think of you like you're not that much younger than I am, but I always think of you as like a kid you know whenever
0: yeah, uh you know it, it, uh, it's funny you say that like i was i was talking to bryce the other day and i was saying the same thing about bryce like bryce is like 24 25 years we've old we've known him since he's
1: like 16 though
0: and dude i'm gonna tell you something like you know y'all seen the watch my dana white contingency mm-hmm. fight like when dana was like he said something in my when he was before he gave my contract you know he was talking and he was talking about well you're a little older right yeah yeah, yeah. And, and dude that really hit home i was like man in all reality, like, I've got to run at this right now. And yeah, that's yeah. Probably going to be it, guys. Like, you know, this it's my time right now. and Because you can't fight forever. It's a young man's sport. And uh, I, hell, I am 29, man. So we
1: We're all growing up, and it's fucking weird. I know. <laughs> Everybody has kids. Yeah. Mitch is like, yeah. Mitch is winning Mitch's the race. Kids. He's got 15. I got, well, the thing is, is like, I'm just trying to give Kyler Brown something to choose from.
0: Hey. <laughs> yeah, what happened to Peyton, man? Dude, they had their little thing going on. I know, on, man.
2: And, and and Kyler started getting a little too fresh. I had oh, to poke had no, to I'm just kidding.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> no, it's because it's she started uh, – they started riding the bus in the morning to school. Okay. And so they have to get up at 630. Oh, wow. And so I don't have a problem with them staying out, but um, their mother um, – it's not okay with them going to bed at nine o'clock. It's probably best, bro. I don't know, man. She don't know what she's
0: talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
2: dang dang dope woman. Cause Reagan was doing good. I thought yeah. she was like she had the aptitude, yeah, man. Dude.
0: Um I think Peyton did well with Peyton him, did man. well too. Hey, dude, I, I seen times where like you I literally seen Peyton kind of grow, like mm-hmm. mental mental like mentally stronger and just man, she if if you had a most Improved award, man, she she would get it, dude. Like she was doing great, bro. She really performed for you too, um, because when she would it's do money huh? It, it is,
2: huh? it is, because she wasn't. She would kind of have issues whenever I was
0: coaching, her and yeah. I was never hard on her nothing. Yeah, man. She just acted different around me. Yeah, my son did the same thing. Like yeah. uh, that's why I enjoy him going to that wrestling club instead of mm. going with me. Is because dude, he responds better to other ones, and sometimes, man, honestly. I'd like to think I'm doing a pretty good job of parenting. But I agree. But he'll, uh, he'll shut down sometimes when we, you mm-hmm. know, I, and with other coaches, he responds well to that kind of, weird. of talk. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, it is weird. Yeah. So- I think
1: it's tough. Like, <clears throat> I think it would be really tough being coached by a parent because how many, like when I was a kid, at least my parents would tell me to clean my room. Like, yeah, fuck off. And then like, I'd be cleaning other kids' rooms for their parents, <laughs> yeah. you know, and like weird shit like that. They'd be like, he's, he's great. He like cleaned my whole house. And they're like, what? what? What's they're wrong like, what with our fuck? kid?
2: We can't give do shit. My dad was my baseball coach because in his mind, so they needed new, they needed more coaches at the uh, in the league that I played in when I was a kid. And um in his mind, he's like, Oh, I can spend time with my son. Uh it was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Because yeah. one, my dad wasn't a baseball coach. He was just a dad who got volunteered to coach a baseball team yeah. for like a local city and like because he could tell me what to do like all i want to do is play pitcher that's it yeah. dad made me a pitcher and he's like no you're not gonna be a pitcher so i was shortstop and that's then still a good
0: position dude. i know it was a Shortstop's good position a, there's a lot of spot,
2: responsibility man. but then like if some kid was being lazy um he'd make me go play their position so yeah so like if we're rolling out of the dugout and like the kids like s- like dragging his feet or whatever he'd be like you know, Carlos, sit down. Mitch, get out there. And I'm like, God damn it! What Come the on, fuck? Dad. Yeah. So
0: I, you know, I love my dad. Yeah. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I uh... love you, Dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were talking about your dad filling in for baseball. Uh So the same thing happened with college flag football team, and uh they sent out an email to the parents. And they were like, "Man, is any parents can they fill in?" I was like, "Man, yeah. You know, I'll do it. You know, I play a little football back. Of course, in the day, you know, so." I got Star film, City. Let's let's make this long story short. Our team went 0 for 10. <laughs> <laughs> when you were the coach? Yes, I was the head coach. We were like O for 10, man. And uh it was God's crazy season. That's because
2: yeah. you were out there trying to run flea flickers and stuff. Right. And, like you needed I to
0: just be no like, idea. look, give the give Kyler the ball and make him run. Yeah. yeah. Just cool. tell him where to run to. These dads take this so serious, man. Oh, Yeah, They I, do. I was way in over my head, man. But you know, I, I was like, man, I, I coach kids at West Side, mm-hmm. you know, I've done some other Stuff with like soccer, t balls. I got this, but no, bro. These dads take it to another. They do, yeah. And that's why I'm
2: glad that we make the parents sit in the lobby at Westside. Can you imagine? Because we'd be dealing with the same thing if if we let them be out there. Mm -hmm. I'm lucky that my class is all the way back in the cage. The parents can't even barely see me what I'm doing to these kids. So,
0: (laughs) well, especially we talked about that four to six year old class. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, at that age, they're still kind of like. Holding on to right. their parents a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and like if you get them away, they're actually more brave sometimes. They're yeah, more I guess tougher. So mm-hmm. when they get away from mama or daddy, you know, they they uh, they tend to do a little bit better. They start to
1: open up a little bit yeah, more, man. Yeah, no, you're right. So
0: I was gonna ask, um, because I I see
2: you almost every day, but when you got picked up for the Contender series, I had no idea that it was even something you guys were talking about doing. Yeah. So like, how did that whole process work? Because oh. when I read about it, you went on. Like the show had been on for like 10 weeks yeah. when you went on.
0: Yeah, I got on the last uh, episode. Yeah, actually. so I don't, and I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, so um, luckily, man, uh, so I got on that little run this whole year. Like uh, for those that don't know, like I went on a uh, five fight winning streak just this year, you know, and uh, got on a little hot streak. And after that last LFA fight where I got that head mm-hmm. kick. Uh, was that uh, the one in Oklahoma? No, that was the second one. Okay. And uh, I think it's in Branson, actually. Okay. LFA. Uh, I had a manager, uh, contact me from, Iridium sports agency. His oh name yeah. Is, uh, Jason house. And man, you know, he, I had, I had Roly actually compare a couple of the managers cause I had him and then, uh, Bryce's manager, uh, mm-hmm. Matt Weagle, yeah. uh, which is, he's a great manager and, uh, and one other. And I kind of let Roly kind of talk to him mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, I'm, he's just way better at that kind of stuff. He's been there before. I, exactly. You know, and, uh. Anyways, anyways, uh, I let him kind of talk to all those guys. We ended up going with Jason with Iridium. And literally, dude, within a month, we had two UFC offers uh, to oh, go wow. fight, but Until we're late notice, but still to have the right connections to get you mm-hmm. in there. We had those. Um, one didn't work out because of weight. And the, uh, the other one, I can't remember what, exactly what happened. And then he was like, hey, man. Stay ready. We may have you spot on a contender series, and sure enough, uh, we got that hookup on the last week of contender series. So I just think, man, I, I just got on a good run, and and having to get the, the right manager to get me in the right place, and man, we capitalized. You know, you were
2: you were you kind of went and, and and I may be wrong about this, so correct me if I am. But you know, when I was running my gym in Cabot before I came to Westside, you know, we would always hear about T.J. Brown because you fought Adrian Walker yeah. a while back, right? Yeah. So. I was his jujitsu jitsu coach. Really? I was not his boxing coach or his stand-up coach, <laughs> yeah. but I was his jiu-jitsu coach. And when his uncle, who was apparently his manager, came up to me and said, we're going to fight TJ Brown, I said, no. <laughs> I said, no. I was like, don't do it. Yeah. Because you were on a tear at that time yeah. earlier on in that part of your career, and you were putting people away with the head and arm choke. Like, All everybody right. was going to sleep with All that, right? And um, I literally told that dude's uncle, do not take the fight. Yeah. And he was oh, like, "Oh, was that
0: the guy in his corner? I remember." Yeah, with the, oh, okay. I was in his corner too. because
2: yeah. it was on. You fought on the same card. I want no, it wasn't the same card. Don't no. put
0: this
1: on me.
2: No, because <laughs> I, I cornered Adrian Walker again at one of your fights when you fought Ben and got uh, oh, yeah, yeah. submitted with a triangle. Yeah. no big deal. No big, yeah. deal. no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Um,
0: <laughs> dude, Johnny was Johnny was good back then I remember, dude, what I remember He was good Johnny back, then. Was, back he, then He was like correct. the first To really start using the clinch, Like the mm-hmm. Muay Thai clinch, yeah. And like everybody around here It's because like, he's whoa, got fucking like, you know, like Velociraptor arms it, it was arms. really something special You want you to know, know right?
1: how that happened it, Or how that started Was uh, I broke my hand Whenever I went to IKF okay. And like I broke it Like two weeks That's before down in, uh, Orlando? Yeah, like, yeah.
0: All, I wish I would have done that Before I turned pro dude. It's a lot but, of fun dude. Yeah, dude yeah I heard it was
1: Yeah coach told me Mr. Drink told me I want you to go out there and punch him with that hand as hard as you fucking can show him you no fear or whatever <laughs> no. and i did it i'm like ow and then i clinched up the whole rest of that fight and i was like well this is my game now i'm pretty good at this i guess
0: did, didn't you have two guys go down there to uh,
1: yasakia yeah yeah i How had did... uh, so i had one that went down and competed and then uh i had another guy that went down this last year and his weight cut just went way off the uh, way off the rails mm-hmm. once he stepped a foot on the airplane, and uh, what, was like, like holding the water. He the- was throwing up. He started throwing up on the airplane. Oh. Couldn't stop throwing up once we got to the hotel. Um, and we finally had to make the choice. Was like, that sounds either- like a really successful weight cut. I don't know what you guys, <laughs> yeah, like, came off easy. you know, how hard it is to get fluids out of my body. Well, it was a good thing that we we cut it short because he was struggling putting it back on and like holding it in and stuff, yeah. Um, but it was kind of like, well, we we know this story, like, we're either going to end up in the hospital later on yeah. or we cut it now and just well, you get know, our that's, the, that's the
0: importance of a coach though, right? You know, you're yeah. able to step in there, help you make that decision. Speaking of coaches, you're talking about dads coaching earlier like you know thomas gifford that's you know that's a crazy case like dude mm-hmm. like uh you know for me if i would have been hit his dad in, in that last fight like bro i could not have let that go on you right. know like dude I, i'm sorry but that that went too far like i know thomas is a dog like, he is a real dog like mm-hmm. he's not going to quit And any fighter like isn't going to tell you he wants to stop you know but golly i feel like it's we just talked about all that on one of the episodes. Yeah. The
1: internet just tore him apart.
0: The problem yeah. that
1: I, well, see, I don't I read through a lot of the comments and most of the comments were like listen bro, like you need to do what's best for you and your coach isn't looking out for your health right now. And it blew up into this huge religious controversy. Right. I see. that and people that. were yeah, like he's it. a That's martyr a there, and people bro. are attacking him. I martyr. I I honestly rarely, rarely saw anything that was attacking him religious wise, Mm -hmm. but most of his responses were very like religious Um. and we're quoting that. So then other people were like, no, like you're missing the point. It's not about, uh, no, no, no. Thomas was like, you know, uh, Jesus is in there with me or whatever. And I was like, Jesus on the cross or whatever he said. Um, and so people were like, you're missing the point. Like we're we're, talking about your coach and your health. This is like happening right now you know
0: one thing i don't get about the whole you know i, I get if you're religious or not religious it's cool either way but one thing i don't understand is like so you go into a fight and you win, and you're like, "Man, thank God!" You know, thank Jesus. But like, did Jesus not like the other guy? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. a good point, dude. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, uh, well, you know what I do know is God I, loves rap because
2: <laughs> because those guys always thank God for all their gold records.
1: I just want to point out that I'm not the one making fun of religion right now. Okay, <laughs> uh, I, was no, just, I get. you I get called out on the internet. Johnny gets I, blamed for being a. Uh, Everybody a, a, says I hate Christians. Oh. Yeah, um, I'm not. The uh, I'm not guys. <laughs> uh Did you fight Thomas? Uh No, we never fought. I fought Thomas. Did you? I think I think I fought Thomas uh on the card that your first fight was. I think so. I believe actually. that was the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude,
0: Thomas was a hot thing. He's there. an interesting. When he had short
2: hair before he got Jesus hair. Yeah, when he had he regular hair. Heel.
0: Everything yeah. Went,
2: yeah when he grew his hair out oh. he lost his powers so that's the opposite of sam it's the exact opposite of sam don't tell
1: him that <laughs> 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 um he's an interesting an interesting fighter because like there's a lot of things that he does that i look at i'm like it's wrong you're doing it yeah. you're not doing it yeah. the textbook way or the correct way and it still works out for him yeah. like when i fought him it was like that I was really surprised by his boxing. I had yeah. no idea he was a good boxer. Yeah, he said
0: he had a lot of amateur boxing. Yeah. I and like I went into that. Pro, I had
1: yeah. no idea whenever I fought him. Yeah. Um, he kicked me in the nose and then punched me in the nose <laughs> a bunch of times. And then I took it, him down and he hit it that me. way sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it'd be that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just a, there's those fighters that you're like, Yeah, that's you're, that's not supposed to work that way. Yeah. And it just works. Yeah. That's one of the things yeah. I've always appreciated about you, TJs. You yeah. do. We were talking about this on our was it the last episode mm-hmm. or the one that didn't come out it was the last episode okay yeah we were talking about just like uh an appreciation for the strikers that do things the the way that you're supposed to do yeah. them you know i know that you pay attention you know
0: i actually try to make a point point in doing it you know one because I, I i'm very thankful for matt roley bill barton all mm-hmm. these guys, and the guys at straight right that have helped me be that technically sound but also like When I'm out there, I got to remember, like, the guys I coach, they're watching me, too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't be like, oh, you need to do this, you know, Uh, stay technical with this way. And I'm out there doing something else. So, I try to
2: practice what I preach. Yeah, what do you think Chuck Liddell's coach was telling him?
1: (laughs) Just (laughs) throw that right hand. Kill. 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 Kill.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the episodes? Uh, they just uh, UFC just put out some episodes on Chuck Liddell and uh, a few of the things like the history behind the UFC. Actually, some of them are pretty good. Is really?
1: F- yeah. I think I saw... I've, there's so many of them that have come out. I saw the 30 for 30 on him and Tito. Uh,
0: that actually might be the one I'm talking about or it may, they may have did another one as well. They did another one on Matt Hughes too. That's mm-hmm. sad, bro. Yeah, because oh, when he got yeah. in that car accident, about, yeah. yeah,
2: he got in... mean, he's made a recovery from what I understand but, you know, he's fucked up for life. I he's think made...
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. like, recovery. Is yeah. A, you, you're not going to be... Because I think same. he, like, broke his fucking hips and everything. Like, yeah. he shattered it's everything. It's crazy
0: yeah. to see somebody, like, that you would think is, like, just an alpha, super mm-hmm. strong guy. And now all that taken away it. from him, dude. It's The
1: it's, craziest uh, thing to me is that um, he said something uh, in one of his – on one of the videos. Jesus, my, my shit's going crazy here. Um, he said one of the things in the videos where he was like, um, I now know how to treat people that aren't on the top. Because mm. I'm not at the top anymore, yeah, man. which makes a good point. Because everybody that knew him beforehand was like, "This is a like, fucking asshole." Yeah, he I, was. His
0: he, wife said that in yeah. the yeah. documentary. Yes, yeah, thing
1: And joke. um, that just blew me away. I was like, "Oh my god!" It's like it very rarely dawns on the person like that that mm. they're the asshole. In, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it took that for him to realize. Yeah. that's what happened. Such is
2: life, man. That's, yeah.
1: That
2: was mm. quite a yeah. yeah. So after you, um after you after you won that fight so i wanted to ask you about that fight too because me and we were talking about it before mm-hmm. um when we were watching it at west side your contender series fight yeah um we were using a laptop to watch it on the big screen which was it kept going uh it kept coming in and out in and out yeah. so i just started watching it on my phone while everybody else was fucking <laughs> yeah. off and um i was the first one to see you get knocked down oh, man. and so like whenever it happened i was like fuck. And then everybody like looked at me, and they were like, "Shut up," because they knew that I was ahead ah, of the. Oh, because you, know? you were a few seconds. Yeah. Ahead. Now, when if and I hopefully I didn't misquote you whenever yeah. I said this the other day, but when I talked to you about that, you said that because I was telling I was complimenting you on how well you recovered after that. Mm. Um, you
0: said you didn't remember anything after that. Uh dude, man, that's spot on. Like. Uh, I- I, I don't remember any, honestly, any much of any of the first round. Vaguely the second. The third, uh, I, I can remember the third round. Really? But man, that, that first and, and second round is really a blur, man, uh, t- to be real honest with you. Like, uh, uh, if you, you'll watch it, like, my body, I guess, did a good job of kind of like autopilot. You looked you know? like you were like, all in. Um, and then the second round, you know, I spent a lot of time wrestling, you know, kind of get the, my mind right. And then I remember going in from the second – and in the corner between the second and the third and like I was in there talking with rolling like we kind of like put a plan together put this guy away and man it, it came together you know but it's crazy how that works you know uh, I don't I, I'm sure you false you know like you've been hit like yeah uh, concussions and being knocked out is a real deal man and like uh, I, I don't know some of y'all have heard about CTE like mm-hmm. dude like man I, I've been researching a little bit more and dude, I, like I said I'm going to make this last run and probably be done but that's I love my career. Yeah. I love what I do. Like I wouldn't change anything. Like it's given me the ability to hopefully, you know, open my own gym, like like you have now, mm-hmm. Johnny, and uh, one day. And so that's something you think you're going to yeah, do? Yeah, like that's, the, that's that's the, awesome. That's the end game for me. Well, if you like, need a juicy yeah. coach, so. oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> uh, but that's the end as game. As long but, as it's not in
1: Conway. <laughs> <laughs> <Of course. laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go to or Val- <laughs> Jackson, Val- Valonia? Valonia, Valonia,
2: Valonia. That was, or was Jacksonville. All- oh, Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, because they did great in Jacksonville. I'm
0: moving into Jacksonville. But, yeah, I, I just uh, – I think that's something that's really underlooked uh, in combat sports is uh, the concussions, the CTE. Because, yeah. like, even now, like, you know, I've uh, got you know, 30 fights, but there's times now, like, I kind of worry about – 30 like, fights. Yeah. That's with, fucking crazy. Yeah. So, uh, I just I – I've really just in the last few years started to kind of understand the toll it does take on yeah. you. And, and man, there's, there's things I'm seeing now that I'm kind of scared of the future in some ways, man. Because uh, you've, you've been knocked out one other time
2: uh two other times. two other times two okay because i remember when you went i think the branson did you did you get knocked out in branson yeah, okay
0: well it was like a tko yeah yeah because he just hit you he clipped you with one <laughs> i mean because you were true. lighting his ass up knockout around here yeah, yeah. um and that's but, the crazy thing like this sport is so crazy like uh you know you, you can be winning and then just one one uh one punch and man people catch you and yep. put you away yeah. but but dude that's there's a lot to be said about why Bryce's record looks the way it does, and maybe mine looks the way it does, is because I've took a little more, I've gambled a little more yeah, on my feet. Yeah. Uh, where, where his style has allowed him to be have a little bit better. That's record, true. You know,
2: when we had Bryce on, that was something, if you remember, he was he, he was a lot, about. a lot about the CTE stuff, like yeah, a lot of the conversation yeah, We yeah, and you him know, actually
0: were talking about the, the yeah, shit, dude. Yeah.
2: Um, and the only reason I mentioned any of that is not to you know, I'm not trying to like let the world know that you got knocked out before. But, um, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I do remember when you, um, after that last knockout, one of the, whatever, whichever knockout was where, where Matt was like, you're not allowed to do anything, no sparring, yeah, man. no nothing, yeah, man. uh, until you, for like three months or something like that, whatever it was. Yeah. But I remember, and I remember telling Julianne about this, like you would come in the gym after that. And there was a noticeable difference in your speech you know whether you noticed it or whether Tara said Good. something or anything, but I remember it was you were just a little bit slower for a yeah, little man. while. No, it, you know
0: you, you're right. Like I, I wish I could sit here and deny what you're saying, but it's true, man. And it, like just sometimes, like uh, I'm not as uh, I get kind of irritated because like I'll, I'll 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 be thinking something, but it doesn't come out the way I exactly right. wanted yeah. to, mm-hmm. you know, and and then I get irritated, and that and that causes a little bit of an argument. So mm-hmm. you know, but but. Uh, but just like life, you know, I'll figure out how to work like yeah. that, work through that, just like I have anything else in my life, you know. But it, it's definitely real, man, and it's something I think that people should know going going into this sport. And and it's the reason why, I like my brother Dylan, you know, yep. uh, he he's wrestling at Euler right mm-hmm. now, their, their first year D one program, and yes, he is a beast. I'm super proud of him. But he's like, man, I want to fight. I want to fight. I was like dude like I, I try to explain to him and I, I don't think i do a good enough job of it. it's like man you, you get your school done let's let's be smart get your school done have something some sort of backup plan and really do anybody i love I, I i wouldn't really persuade him to make this as a professional yeah. mm-hmm. dude, i really wouldn't dude. it i really wouldn't you know i mean for me like you know people ask like man what what kept you going what what, what makes you so driven and motivated to keep going and and it, man, this is all I got, bro. Like, yes. This is it for me, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like, it ain't, yeah. you know, like, it, it, I don't have a backup plan, bro. This, sure. this is it. You know, this is how I fucking feed my, you know, my son, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh but, man, if you have the opportunity to make a run of something else, man, go for go it. Go for it. Because yeah, you, know, right. you sure. did you get, you had a scholarship to play baseball? Uh, football. Football, yeah, yeah. okay. I played defensive back down at uh, UAM. Okay. At uh, Monticello. Yep. You were bow Weevil? Bow <laughs>
2: <laughs> People don't believe that's a real mascot, but oh, it is. is bow oh, Do it. you know what a bow weevil
1: is? Sean? No, yeah.
2: I don't know. It's actually a really scary. If you're if you're a I farmer, thought that was like your nickname. If you're a farmer, you're gonna get fucked by
1: some bow weevils. That's sure, why it's so bro. scary. A bow weevil. So it
0: like eats up your crops and stuff. Yeah, like yeah dude. Your, is it a real animal? It's, a so it's insect. an insect.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's an insect. Yeah. Where the Conway has like the wampus cats or whatever. <laughs> what? It's just a fucking made up. <laughs> animal it's not even real the wampus cat <laughs> have you ever like oh it's all caddy wampus yeah i've heard that it's before the backwards
0: version of that it's just catty wampus, wampus cat. but- <laughs> like,
1: what the fuck it's true yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah i went down there to UAM uh played some ball down there some things happened and i spent a couple of years like doing nothing bro like you know, it was really bad and then um happened to find out uh, about west mma and was yep. like man you know like growing up like i was kind of like I wasn't any kind of bully or anything like that, but there were times I had to stand up for yourself. Because yeah. you, know, you
2: grew up in Star City? Star City. Yeah, of course. There's like, only seven people there. So. Bro, at least. Bro. <laughs> and you're <laughs> kin to at least three of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, dude, it, uh, it, it is a small town. And, bro, it's like there's some, some knuckleheads mm-hmm. down there for oh, sure. Yeah. And then there was times I kind of had to stand up for myself. And when I did, I found out I did pretty good. So I was like, let's give this fighting thing a try. And, hell, here we are. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's how it goes.
2: Yeah, because um, I got into Brazil. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a professional fighter as well.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got paid, what, like 400 bucks for beating me?
0: Yeah, I did yeah, get paid almost $400 oh, to beat gosh. Johnny. Did, does anybody ever bring that up? Oh, we bring it up I all the time. We bring it up I all the time. I, okay. I yeah. make sure to
2: mention it all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, the time that he threw me, because I put out some videos of me demonstrating. Oh, I seen some that judas. on Instagram? Yeah. That was cool. Who put that video together? I did.
2: I Johnny <laughs> puts all that together. Probably... <laughs> Dude, it was like the ultimate payback, because, like, my one of my highlight reel throws was throwing him mm-hmm. and uh and also uh Eric Ingram was one of but I haven't gotten to see that throw but I did throw him near Costa's fire, my fireman's, fireman's carry yeah, yeah you are and that. uh and Eric is a black belt in judo so that made me feel better too um and then you put, and then he threw me at those two seminars and fucking knocked the wind out of
1: me <laughs> rightfully so john dude it was right, so bad i actually re- rewound one of it several times to see uh that you were break falling improperly and you were hitting the back of well, your hand on the mat. he not keeping his chin down? Now what? he's hitting the back of his hand on the mat instead oh, of the palm on do the mat. Palm You're down. gonna break Come your on hand, man. Bro. I
0: teach my my kids class. Ever. I'm a goddamn black belt. Dude, I like to give <laughs> me that black belt. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of falling, like if y'all done judo, do y'all have done judo classes? Yeah. Y'all, uh, mm-hmm. I've never done judo, judo classes, judo. but I've I've I have i do not have a belt in judo. Yeah. I just
1: do judo whenever Rick or uh, Richard or, or Butts is teaching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you? I've done judo classes and stuff. I'm not ranked in it. Man, I really I, like to
0: I, do... I did. I, I would, too, eventually. But, man, I did a class. And, dude, I promise you, for an hour, we just practiced balling. Wrong, you know? like I fell for an hour. And I was like, man, it kind of turned me off, you know. And then you see people like uh, Laura and uh, mm-hmm. AK. I remember AK yeah. broke, his, he like, uh, broke his knee on some sort of judo throw. like. Fuck, like is a dangerous. Kind it's of super dangerous.
2: dangerous. That's why I get nervous yeah. when Johnny was trying to throw me at the seminar. I was like, hey, we need to talk about this. Like, <laughs> let's go in the back and get a game plan together so I can go with this. Next is it. when I say Anagi. <laughs> you didn't even, I had a vague idea of what you were going to do. And that's why I get nervous
1: when people are going to do judo. That's I'm when like, it works the best. That's, that's why bad. it's the, you can't tell the person what you're going to do because then they start oh taking God. awkward steps. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah, what I was That's why I was like, do. yeah, I'm just going to do this. So you're going to step here and then I'm going to do that. It hurt. It hurts so bad. Um,
2: I also like to also point out that um, that TJ has never submitted me with the head and
0: arm choke. So. Uh, uh, you and Bryce Mitchell are the only survivors of the arm triangle. Let's 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 get that out there. And I will say this: it's not because you're not good at it.
1: Oh, wait because a minute. I, I've
0: rolled with TJ twice. and he hasn't dude. submitted me <laughs> with the Yeah, Johnny the whooped night. my not only rolled, he whooped my ass. That's the last time we rolled. Uh, don't let anybody by like that. It It's like an open mat on yeah, a Saturday dude. He came and clowned me for dude, right I, don't, I, don't remember, I don't feel like that's something that happened. Oh,
2: Johnny's nice. weird like that because like I think he's kinda like me in a lot of ways, where like when you're rolling with dudes that you respect and hang out and know, yeah. like you hold back a little bit, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. you and I have had some really good matches yeah. in the gym, you know, and it's, well, we be- kind
0: of had to build on that, dude. We did. Uh, we, you know, uh, I remember if I remember right, when you first came, uh, I think I might've got a little better than you the first match. You, and you, then Mitch went on this, like, I don't know. He like leveled up. Like, I don't know if it was just, it's called to, steroids. Uh, mm-hmm. I
1: don't know, <laughs> yeah. maybe. But I
0: remember him coming to West side and then after a couple months, like, dude, you like leveled up. And like, I couldn't, it was my cardio for a while. I don't, I, I'm not sure Good what cardio. it was. <laughs> it
2: was, I had such bad cardio when I first came to West Ham. Oh, is
1: your bad cardio when you showed up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
0: yeah, you're right. I, I think you should kind of have some sort of control role with each yeah. other. You know what I mean? Uh, but now,
2: and, and then I think you learn who you can go hard with, yeah. you know, like I know I can go hard with you. I know I can go hard
1: with Bryce. Yeah. Um, I can go hard with Wes. Yeah. Um, you have to, le- you have to learn it. To- I was telling my kids this the other day because like. You have to learn to trust each other so mm-hmm. that whenever an injury does happen, you understand that it wasn't them trying to hurt you. Mm-hmm.
0: It yeah, was that's good. It
1: was just what happened uh, in the sport. You
2: and know, they're it,
0: also just spazzes, too. Yeah. Right, know, right.
2: Like, uh, I, I sometimes worry that I am a spaz. I do because I flail a lot because I do a lot of peek out stuff, even when you're not supposed to do peek outs. Like, mm-hmm. I'll do a peek out when
1: I have somebody's back. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll forward roll at the worst opportunity. I, I got submitted one time because, like, I uh, actually was a guy that we, we both fought. Uh, I, for some reason, I just assumed he was going for an normal Plata. So I rolled and it was an arm bar.
0: And I just <laughs> fell right into it, it, it. It'd be that way. Yeah. Sometimes it'd be that way. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> uh, I remember, Uh talking about Spaz? It's like, dude, you. Especially like once you you kind of got some money online like Bryce, mm-hmm. you know, or, or potentially me here in the future, like uh, one guy we got there, and I think he's gonna be great. Like I think he's. It- as far as a future fighter from our gym, I think he could do great. And that's Kyle Thompson. I think he has yeah, potential. He does. But I he has to God. learn how to train, bro. You, yeah, you have I agree. to get to the fight. That dude breaks his collarbone every
2: time he trains. Bro, every right. you know,
0: every he's gotten a little better. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, every time he's getting hurt or he's hurting mm-hmm. someone else. And, man, you have to get to the fight. And, and people got to want to train with you, you know. And, mm-hmm. and it got to a point where Bryce was like, dude, I'm not training with mm-hmm. you. Because uh, last time I trained, he cut him. Yep. You know, and, like, you, you have to be a good partner and you, you have to be controlled. You don't have to get to the fight. You know and I, mean? I think people have a – so my buddy Joey from down south, you know, he
2: comes. He's like, man, you guys train so hard and stuff like that. But there is a huge difference between going hard and going hard. You know, so, like – and what I mean by right. that, is, you know what I mean? Hold on, hold on. Let me... I'll, Beautiful. I'll,
0: <laughs> can I see your face like on the video?
1: Oh, if, yeah. I um, so. <laughs> they can't see mine. They see the back of my fat ass head. Um, There's a difference between going hard and getting hard. That's right. <laughs>
2: and I've been... I've done both. Um, but what I mean is like, I'll use Kyle as an example. Like Kyle thinks that because he's going 100% that he's going hard. Yeah. But you and I can go... It, in varying degrees of a hundred percent in a five minute round right. and still be going hard. Yeah. And you can be pushing the pace. That's a good, there you out. go. There you uh, go. I feel like, you yeah. Know what I mean? And so I think some people confuse that just because you're fucking dead at the end of the round, that doesn't mean you went hard in a good way. It yeah. just meant that you just wouldn't stop moving. Right. Yeah. That's know? what I mean by pushing. the pace. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know? And so, um, it, and I think that's like, and I'm not talking shit about Kyle cause he's a tough motherfucker. Yeah, man. Um, right on. but it's a good example. Like, you know, just, it's one thing to shoot a shot that's
1: well planned. It's another to shoot a shot just because you see a pair of legs in front yeah, of you. For sure. You know, for sure. and so if you don't, if you don't know how to do something, I've said this before on the podcast. If you don't know how to do something, don't. The answer isn't to do it faster and harder. You <laughs> yeah. know, like, Very good, yeah. like you don't. You're learning. Some good little. Coaching quotes. I'm, gonna tell from you I'm telling you. Yeah, dude. I stole
0: the uh, I stole Bryce's uh, cook him to the bone. Oh, the other day. dude! Oh, did sorry. y'all see the homegirl great... video where, where Rolly actually said that? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and we we spent me and him spent the whole rest of that class yelling cook him to the bone. <laughs> coach said cook him to the bone because Rolly all talks about cooking people all the time. Like yeah, that's one of yeah, his. Man. And
2: that's and what
1: it, Bryce did. Like I
2: mean, yeah. it's, it's a, 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 good, good, joke, it's a and good That's hilarious.
1: But dude, and, he did cook that boy to the bone. But what's great about what's great about that coaching advice is like that's something that Bryce. Will understand like that clicks with Bryce. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that. Yeah. And you could say yeah. it in another way, and Bryce would be like, "What?" You know, like just because do, he doesn't relate to it or whatever, sure. yeah. that's something that he very much would understand. Yeah, you know? I agree. I'll I didn't give think you that. of it like that. Yeah.
0: yeah, and dude, that's one thing. Like, uh, not to toot his horn too much, but man, Rose is a great coach. Like. He is. He's, and one yeah. thing that makes him so great is he's able to identify different kind of athletes and how they respond to mm-hmm. different kind of coaching. Man, and he he's he's done a great job with me where. In the past, I probably gave some coaches a hard time, you Sure, know? and, uh, man, he's been patient with me, and uh, he I think that's one of the reasons that makes him a great coach. Yeah.
2: In 12 years of, of being on the mats, Roly's the first coach I've ever had, and so when I say that, I spent four years training at a, at a gym when I first started jiu-jitsu. I had an instructor. You had your
0: own gym, did I did have
2: my own gym, okay. yeah. So I had four years under an instructor, and then I, came, I moved to Arkansas, did another two years under an instructor. Then I opened my own gym and pretty much did my own thing, yeah. but it wasn't to, and I, so I'm using the word instructor for a very specific reason. So I had a guy that taught me techniques, but that's it. Oh, yeah. And then when I came to West side, you know, when you said that you mentioned earlier about how I quote unquote leveled up, a lot of that was really identifying what I was good at. And then just like basically, in your gang yeah, right exactly. It. And like, I was not a guard passer until I came to Westside. I only played guard. Your build's good for guard passing. It you didn't you used to be, be, you know, yeah. but now it is, you know, and now you put me up with like a Dave, me and David Lindsay trained last night, you know, and even David Lindsay Freebird. was, dude, Freebird, man.
1: Is he still chained?
2: Yeah, he right, started back know, dude, again. He's, 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 he's got a catch wrestling strong, fight. Yeah. He's, he's got a fight Saturday in catch wrestling. Yeah. You remember that dude, Matt Vernon popped his knee? And the guy was, but he wouldn't tap. Yeah, him. He's like, yeah, man, yeah, I didn't tap. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah.
1: He's I beat, fighting that guy. I beat that guy.
2: He's two hundred and thirty pounds. No, not Matt Vernon, but the guy Matt Vernon beat.
1: Oh. oh, 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 Jason Hightower. Yes. So yeah. he's fighting Jason he's, Hightower. He's bigger though. Two hundred thirty pounds.
0: Two hundred and thirty pounds. He was
1: fighting at one seventy at AGF. I
0: think, I think. I guess they're doing like an what happened? absolute type deal, or I, yeah.
2: I'm telling <laughs> you, dude. I've seen pictures. He, got, yeah, he got old. For, um, <laughs> yeah, they're doing a. It's like a absolute. And it, the rules are super fucking weird too. Like, yeah. because uh, David was basically last night, all we were doing was like trying to work so that David could just not get pinned. Cause you can get pinned in this event yeah. that they're doing.
0: He was saying that you could be holding a submission yeah.
2: and it'd be on your back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you put a guillotine mm-hmm. in and the guy pushes forward and puts your shoulders on the back from the inside the guillotine, he pins you.
1: You know, that's not a bad, that's that's not a a bad idea. That's a fucking terrible though. idea. It's not it's not bad. How many times, dude, how many times we've been talking about this? The squeeze and freeze. <laughs> <laughs> how many right. times we'll he just like hold on to something and... just to slow the match down? You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's true. Yeah, me and
2: Johnny are gonna put out a DVD teaching people how to f- stall during fights. Yeah. Mm. And, and how
1: to be uh, a fucking and spaz. The
0: yeah, one of that's one We're one gonna of have them. like yep.
1: slow motion uh demonstrations of how to perfectly insert your elbow into someone's eye socket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um the best
2: one is is the black belt belt tie where mm- you take uh, yeah. two minutes to tie your belt. Because, like, because the IBJJF makes you retie your belt all the time, and you see it all the time, like, uh Buchecha, all these guys, they'll take forever to retie their I've, belt. I've been that guy. Dude, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it's I, your yeah. only time
1: you're going to get a break. I want the video just to be, like, me standing up, and then for literally two minutes of silence, me just tying my belt. <laughs> the most awkward like situation. doing it just really quietly. <laughs> and they like, and that's the technique, guys. And there you go. Um...
2: You went on a you when you were recovering from your um, your head injury, you were just knocking out grappling matches yeah. left and right. Um, so
0: so what forced me to uh, so see see when I first started, I was predominantly a striker. Like I, I've got a real love for Muay Thai as well as boxing, but man, uh, Jujitsu kind of didn't come to me like that. Like uh, and also, and to be honest, dude, like Jujitsu is hard. Like it's yeah. harder yeah. like to, to learn, and it's more of a, a, a chess match in, in some ways. Um, Can I ask you, um, mm-hmm. are you?
1: Did you find yourself like a math science person in school, or like a history English? was more person. of a football, bro, baseball. I'm be real with you. Uh,
0: <laughs> what none of the. You
1: yeah. didn't, but you didn't have one that you just kind of naturally picked up better. You know, I did. Uh, in college,
0: I really liked psychology. If okay, so yeah, sense, yeah, anything, yeah. Like I, I, love psychology. Like I love knowing how uh, people, why people do the way things yeah. they do, and why they kind of think. I kind of have a
1: philosophy that like the math, the math science people, is um, people that understand numbers understand jiu-jitsu naturally better. And then sense. like people that are the English history kind history of people, um, those are the people that pick up striking better. You know, uh, Matt, it fits my our, Matt so.
0: our striking yeah. instructor, is a history. Yeah, uh, there you go. That, that yeah. makes sense. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but but I was saying I, I kind of took to stand-up, uh, first of all, and then I, I suffered two Uh, uh They're like in the middle, at the end of my amateur career, beginning of my pro career. That kind of forced me to to get into jujitsu mm-hmm. in a way, and also like there were a couple of fights where uh, I ran into guys that were super tough, and like as much as I punched them, they didn't go away. Yeah, and you know, and um, and it, you know, getting tired in the third round, they're mauling on you, you know. And and I learned that man, you you've got to have everything. And then got into jujitsu and kind of fell in love with it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, and for those it, people who don't know, TJ is a brown belt uh, in jujitsu, yeah, high level brown belt too. So. But yeah, I, and i just kind of fell into it and dude there's a one thing that's kind of different in our gym is like the jiu-jitsu there's like a community over there mm-hmm. it's weird like like this it's almost like they've kind of built like a little family or group mm-hmm. over there that, that, that isn't quite the same in kickboxing yeah, yeah. does that right. make sense it yeah, does I, it like, does like uh and uh, that's fun to be a part of, man, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, uh, they, they really built something special over there. Man. That's
1: something we've talked a lot about on the yep. podcast is just the community that Jiu-Jitsu builds. And you need that, man. the similarities in a lot of the different communities. Well, we, we have um, the Halloween parties and stuff at Westside. Uh, I've told people this before. You'll have the kickboxing
2: guys that'll come and then the Jiu-Jitsu guys will be there and they don't know each other. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea anybody <laughs> in the kickboxing yeah. class. Like I've showed up and like... I'll be like, Hey man, what's up? You know, how long you been up here? He's like, Oh, I've been here for 10 years. I'm like, who the fuck are you? I don't <laughs> yeah, even know you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's because we're, there's an invisible wall between those two mat spaces yeah. uh, that we, you know, we try to be, and as a coach, obviously we're well, more well known within the gym. So we're going to have some of the kickboxers going to know us just from seeing us teach and stuff. Right. But yeah, you take like a, um, just like a Matt. Well, no, Matt Newcomb's a bad example. Chuck's a bad example. I'm trying to think of people who don't cross train. Like who were, well, like a Matt Ferris. You know, Matt Ferris is a brown belt and, and he doesn't do any striking. So he One probably doesn't know his... brown Talking oh, about
1: rolling God. with you that day, I immediately went from whatever we had to getting the living dog shit kicked my... out of me by Matt Ferris. Dude. Matt yeah. Ferris is the best. Matt is the... Oh, my the God. God. I'd appreciate it if you'd leave me wow. alone
0: and never roll with me again. Dude, he is <laughs> <fucking> the <true. laughs> He he is did, I tell you something crazy uh, about Matt, like, and, and and I'll say this to his face as well, but like, <laughs> uh, <I> swear <laughs> you know, to God, I will. He, he'll kill people in the gym, like, mm-hmm. I mean, clown on folks, bro. But then I've also go to see him go to tournaments and shit an egg, you know, every like, time, you know, <laughs> not and every dude, time. I should have said that. I'm going to yeah. tell you something, and I I tried to share it with him a little bit. You know, I'm not the best at communicating with stuff like this, but sports psychology has helped me so much. Mm-hmm. Sport being able to perform, you know, the sports psychology, sports performance, like. That has helped me so much the the mental aspect, and I think that's something. If he took a little bit of time with and kind of educated himself in, and maybe got a sports psychologist, that is something you can grow in. It's not a a little bit of that is what do they call it nature and nurture, you know? Mm -hmm. But it it is a little bit you are that way. But I do think, and from my own experience, that that is something you can build over time and get Mm -hmm. better at. And 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 I think that's the issue he had. And I, I think if he kind of put some into that mental training it it would take his game to the next level i don't know if it was the same for you if he wants to yeah if you yeah
1: when you were when you were an amateur um how much of that was you trying to figure out your mental space dude uh, i
0: I was still doing that early in my pro
1: career. yeah uh, i I I,
0: I, uh it was crazy my first few amateur fights like it was awesome i I, I was undefeated mm -hmm. i was knocking these guys out in the first round but i wasn't really learning does that make sense like so it was later in my career that I had the real bumps and struggles that that made me grow into the fighter I am today. Whereas early in my career, it was awesome. It helped build my name. I was making these knockouts, but I wasn't learning and wasn't growing as much as a fighter because I wasn't. I didn't have to deal with the discomfort or deal with the the setbacks. You and weren't dude, being pushed. That's what yeah. makes you man. Mm-hmm. You know that's why, dude. Like uh you know one thing that, that that makes Bryce so special is like dude, you put him in the fire like he's comfortable, like yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, and for me, like that's been a learned skill for me like you know i uh, I was at the beginning, I'd say a good front runner mm-hmm. but over time, you know I kind of uh, i built i sharpened my edge, you know, I was okay with being in the fire, I was able to find comfort in the fire as they talk mm-hmm. about you know and and deal with some some setbacks because at this level, you know it's not about all being strong or fast or, or being a good front runner. But what are you going to do when you get knocked down? Yeah, mm-hmm. in the first part, what are you going to do when you're getting called to choke and? And being able to come back from that—that's
1: something we talked about with uh, with Bryce too. Is uh, I was asking him because it, it just seems like he's just so comfortable. Yeah, he's man. the same person in the cage he as he be is there. out that's of the cage. The fighter,
0: he he wants to put you yeah. there. You know, he he wants you there. He wants you to cookie to the bone, yeah. yeah that's dude. What and see, was. for me, he I was like
1: most of the time they'd say like, "Fighter, you ready?" I was like, "No." Yeah, I've been there. Sucks, like, dude. Like you're, no, <laughs> no, you're saying
0: this like and many people think that's crazy. You say, yeah. like, "Well, I, I've been there, guy. I've been there right before the fight." Like, man, you know what? I'm not ready. What am I doing? You know, and and luckily, you know, I, I you know, I got some lucky happen. I won, you know, but that wasn't what was going on in my mind. Yeah, you know yeah. what? What may look like a, a great performance, mm-hmm. like in my mind, dude, I was fighting some some demons in there. See, did know, it? So.
1: Were you? Did you feel like you were fighting that during the fight, or was it um, the bell rang and you were good to go, um, mm-hmm. or was it all leading up to the fight?
0: Okay, um, so. Earlier in my career, I would say I struggled with that through the fight, bro. Like okay. There, yeah. th- there were times I'd go back to my corner and didn't know what I was going to do, how I was going to deal with the next round. Like mm-hmm. I was literally scared, you know. Yeah. Um, And now it's more of me dealing with the nerves before. That's the, that's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to master now. How to deal with those nerves before, because dude, you you can get so worked up. It'll I think it'll wreck your performance. You oh know? yeah. And uh, it, so so now it's more of me dealing with it. And then once I get into that ring, once we touch up, man, I'm good to go. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Once I, I remember walking being at Bryce's uh, UFC match and dude, I was even fighting and I was back there nervous, you dude. Know what yeah, I mean? we, we but, said that last but, episode to I me. Mean? And, and dude, there's a weird feeling that goes on with that when you're not the guy fighting, it's kind of like you're out of control. You, mm-hmm. you don't have any control of what's going on. So you're almost more nervous when mm-hmm. your friend's mm-hmm. fighting versus you. But that's
2: exactly what we mentioned yeah. about because um I was telling him that anytime I watch you or Bryce fight. I'm more nervous watching you two uh-huh. because I have, you have that personal connection to yeah, that individual yeah. and yeah, all you want them to do is be successful. Yeah. And then, but you, but also it's like, um, like when my son who's 16, when my son watches you fight, yeah. he just assumes you're going to win. Yeah. He doesn't understand. Right. For superhero right. Yeah, but then yeah. when I watch, I know all the possibilities. I know the yeah, fact man. that, you know, when you got knocked out in uh, the TKO, that was a fluke situation. You were yeah, wrecking man. house. And then yeah, it just man. fucking hit. And I, and maybe it's because I saw that happen to you that like when I watch you fight, I'm like, please don't happen again. Yeah, please don't dude. happen
0: again. But dude, that's life, right, man? Like you, you can do everything right. You you can yeah. do everything right. But there's some anomalies that you just, it may happen, you know, but, but, th- but that happened to me has helped me be who mm-hmm. I am today, dude. You know, but, mm-hmm. but, it, but I know like, uh, you know, I was watching this, I had posted a video after one of my losses, you know, and I was talking about there's three things, you know, you, you, you should do like, um, uh, that I expect out of my son or out of my brother, any of my friends or competitors is man is you prepare the best you can. You know, you prepare the best you can, you train your ass off, you prepare the best you can. When you go in there, you do your best and three, you never quit. Mm -hmm. And like, Anything can happen there. I may lose. But if you do those three things, you can sleep at night knowing you did the best you can. Does that make sense? It like, does. And, and that, that, mm-hmm. helped, that has helped me deal with losses knowing I did everything I possibly could. I didn't quit. I did my best, and I prepared the most I could. And at the end of the day, like, that's all you can do. That's all you can do in life. Like, you know, and you can sleep at night knowing you did those things. And
2: I, I'll tell I, you, personally, yeah.
0: before you compete,
2: you always, you're always like, yeah, man, I did everything I could. But then after the match, if you didn't prepare – you know, it expose exposes yeah, you yeah. and then you, you'll sit down in the car on the drive back and going, I really wasn't, I shouldn't yeah, have done man. that. I shouldn't, yeah. I was not ready to be there. Yeah. You That's know, it's a
0: beautiful thing though. You know, like, that, that, that keeps us, keeps us growing. Yeah. Keeps us having, mm-hmm. so, and it's wise, man. Y'all, how many years have you been doing, competing or doing? 12 years. Yeah. Yet? 12. Same. same yeah. You know, I mean, it. it it keeps you going, you know, Mm -hmm. that that it's something you'll always be learning uh, and always attracted to. I think my first black belt match
2: right after I got promoted was at, at the Dallas open. So I got promoted in January with Andy and then may was my first black belt match. And I remember waiting for my division. So, you know, everybody does the same thing. You know, you go chill, you lay on your bag, you take a nap, listen to music, whatever, you're just chilling. And I remember the conversation I was having was Nobody's even going to know if I leave right now. Nobody's uh, going to know. Yeah. I you, can just yeah. leave right now. Yeah, and nobody's going to care. Like, yeah. why am I here? Why did yeah. I fucking drive all
0: the way here? Dude, and it takes a to say that right there. Like, you know, yeah. he, he, people will look at fighters, you know, as these very confident cocky and visual, but it takes a lot for you to say that yeah. or admit what you just said, you know, but that's the real, that's, that's really true. What's yeah. oh, yeah. that's yeah. really what's going on. Oh, yeah. That's
1: really what's going on. Why did on? I put myself?
2: Why am I doing this? Yeah. God,
0: that's real. But
2: then, you know, of course, I stayed, you know, and, and, I, and for me, I was up against some really weird things, like, because we had, Formiga was in my division, who is like a multi-world champion and everything like that. Yeah, like, that's rough. <laughs> and I pulled him on the first draw, you know, and of course, speaking of good coaches, you know, like, Roley's had a couple of situations with me specifically, where he uses like this overconfidence to build my confidence. Right. Yeah. So like when we knew Formiga was going to be in my division, Roly's like, you can fucking beat him. Mm. And I was like, well, if Roly says I can do it, I can do it. Uh. And when I made the U S uh, combat wrestling team in 2016, the guy I fought in the finals was a black belt. I was a Brown belt and he was a black belt. Roly, Roly knew that he was uh, going to be there. And so when I went into the weigh-ins um, on Friday, Roly goes, I want you to go in there. I want you to step on the scale Get your weight and then leave. Don't yeah. talk to anybody. Yeah. Don't look at anybody. Just yeah. weigh in and go back to your hotel room. Yeah. I was like, "Yes, sir." So that's all I did. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't hang out. I just went back to my hotel room. Next day, he said the same thing. He's like, "When we get there, he's like, I don't want you to talk to nobody. He's like, just want you to get in your zone, get comfortable, yeah. get out there, compete, and don't worry do about you. Worry, worry about you, about right? Call. Yeah, yeah. And so then we go on, and you know, I, I beat everybody, smitted everybody, whatever. Uh, <clears throat> guy named was Stefan Goen. I beat him on points. Go out. And it was only then that Roley walked up and goes, um, I just wanted you to know that that guy's a Hoyler Gracie black belt, and you just beat him. And so the reason that Roley didn't want me to talk to anybody was because he didn't want to chance the possibility of me you finding that head. out. Yeah, get in your own head. So he wanted like me to believe head. that everybody was the same as me. Yeah. Because he knew. Well, look
1: how
0: well he performed. I know. Oh,
2: and he knew That's that right. about me, though. But mm. he knew that I would get in my own head because yeah. he had seen it so many times before mm. where I would fight guys that I knew were better than me, and I would let that beat me. Yeah. You know, and so... Um, that's what we talked about it earlier about Roly's ability to take certain strengths and attributes yeah, and, and coach them in those directions, you know, and some people it's going to be like what well, Johnny said. I don't miss a drink. I want you to go in there and just punch him in the fucking face. Yeah. Some people you can do that with me. Yeah. You I wasn't one that. of those people. Yeah, I'm, that I'm that not either. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I need positive. Reinforcement, I'm the kind of guy bro. that you need to Same, come in yeah. and say, hey, look, man, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. You know, go in there and do this. Yes, sir. I'll
1: if I had it. a corner you man know. that would tell me that I look really pretty in between rounds, <laughs> then I'd, I'd win every fight. They're you like, just need to have a hype man. You are man. so handsome right now. Just get a do hype realize- man that sits in <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> do you realize how good looking you are? And then I just go in there and wreck just somebody. kill him. Yeah, too Sometimes bad. you got to have a hype man. Um And so you have your UFC,
2: UFC debut in February. Yeah, man.
0: Do you have no, a full no, date on that and everything? No, no contracts on. Okay, okay. Uh, no, but I did talk to Sean Shelby, you know the matchmaker, mm-hmm. Jesse, and I talked to uh, my my manager, Jason House. we were all there together, and it, said, it looks like February, and there's a New Mexico card nice. and there's a Houston card. You know, so if it's Houston, y'all Yeah, better, I think y'all Houston would on Houston's gonna be. On, guys. Guys. Come on, yeah. guys.
1: So. Well and you chain in uh Dallas quite a bit. Uh, yeah, with uh, Saxon, San... man. Yeah. yeah, dude that, that Dude, how that, is that? That's it, gotta be great.
0: It's man, it's the closest we can get to authentic real Muay Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And dude, it's uh and those guys, you know, over those last few years I've kind of built a little bit of bond with them. They're, it's funny, you know, like the the first time was kind of make or break, like the first session uh the second day i was there we went into the spawn and these guys kicked my ass john Like, mm. dude it was bad like uh you know uh you know in certain gyms are like that like the, you know you, you go in there someone will be a little more nicer and then there's somewhere that, that you're gonna find some sharks that are gonna come after mm-hmm. you well this happened to be one of those <laughs> yeah. that, that the sharks came after me and, and they really woke me but man I, I you know what the next day i showed back up you know and and after that, like they were much more. Uh, Most of the time, they they that's all they're more, looking for. They, yeah, they put more time into me. They, 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 they were helping me more. And you know, we get friends on Facebook and stuff. And uh, it's it, not all gyms are like that. You know, I wouldn't say that a lot of times we're like that. I don't, I don't, I don't think West was like that. But uh, in that situation, you know, I, that happened. And, and man, I've been going back year after year. And mm-hmm. man, Saxon is is the truth. He's a wild one though, bro. Let me tell y'all. He'll be like teaching class, and he'll go back to his room and like he's got like a big ass thing of crown and I, oh yeah and i won't mention i don't know what else his packed sure sure, sure. <laughs> about every 15 minutes he's coming going back to the room that's common like, for yeah. the tie fighters yeah, they drink a lot and Indeed. that's like after class smoking a smoking cig a cigarette and like yeah. dude he don't i mean but he's a great instructor man. yeah and, and he's got several guys in the ufc as well So mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's yeah. crazy that's one yeah. thing that i've noticed a lot about the like the higher level people um like my boxing coach danny smith he uh when he first came in, he just beat the living piss out of me with pads. Yeah. And then I think all he was looking for is if I was gonna you know, if yeah, I was man. gonna survive that and do it again the next yeah, time mm-hmm. and he, then the
0: rest of it was great. Yeah, you hate seeing that, you know. The, the guy that comes to the gym yeah. tells you he's gonna be a fighter and he wants to fight and he was gonna do all this is the guy, you know, that, that a lot of times doesn't make it, but the guy that keeps his mouth shut keeps coming to class and, and it's just consistent mm-hmm. that's the one you want you know that's the
2: i'll give you a good example of that too and, he's, and i don't think that he wants to be a fighter but i think he does your mma class and and i can't remember his name but his mom's always in there yeah uh he's Tyler, got like the maybe. swoopy hair yeah yeah taller yeah. You know, yeah he's yeah. real tall and skinny or maybe it's tristan one of the, i think it's I tristan a couple of young i think it's now. tristan yeah, yeah. he's like real tall yeah um maybe 18 19 years old his, his mom's always in there watching yeah. um and he he always he has real long hair and it's kind yeah. of emo style. Yeah. yeah. Like he don't That's talk. Tristan for sure. I think okay. so. Yeah. I think he may have even had braces at some point. Yeah. I can't remember, but like, you know, I don't know anything about him. I don't know his style. I don't know how he, how he does in class or anything, but I do know that he's been consistently coming to boxing and MMA Damn for man. a long time. Yeah. Doesn't talk, just shows yeah. up, does class, goes home, Yeah, you know? And, um, and I'll give you a little background
0: on a kid. Like, dude, he's, uh, I didn't know it, but he's been coming over for like two years <laughs> and his mom comes up to me uh, at the end of the class, I was like, you know, I want you to know that he lost his dad, you know, like uh, a couple of years ago. And man, like uh, I can't tell you how much you guys up here, how much it's done to you. you that's awesome. So it's crazy. Like you yeah. don't know, dude. You don't know. You don't you know don't. people's story, and and for and I didn't know. That. I didn't do anything special for him. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that but but to know we were doing something right for to, to that was helping him mentally and, and physically. You know, to, to, and that's that's beautiful, man.
1: So I have a. This is gonna bring the episode down a little bit, but I have a story about exactly this i had a wrestler that um came over to us from cbc he was a real quiet uh kid i mean like you couldn't hardly get words out of him uh he he started falling in love with mma and he was that kid all he did was he had insane cardio like nobody else he was ripped as hell um all he did was train did exactly what you told him to and didn't question um and then randomly freak incident he passed away uh he got sick um one day and they said don't, i don't think they still i think he, he had cardiac arrest uh but something happened he got sick started walking to the hospital and uh passed away but then it came out how old was he uh he was like 21 20 wow. yeah maybe even younger but um really 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 good kid yeah. came out after um his best friend sent me a video of how he got into college or how he how he um excuse me his senior year of high school how he got his prom Um, it turns out like he didn't have anybody in any family. He was homeless for a little while. Um, he had to sell his phone so he could afford lab fees Mm -hmm. at school. Um, all of these kinds of things. Um, he like specifically asked his teachers not to yell at him because that's what his dad did or whatever, things like that. I mean, it was really, really moving video. And then dude, it just crushed me. But one of the nice things was that we were able to give him that outlet and start to, Mm -hmm. you know, like you just don't know him. And I think that's, what you're doing for these people
0: that, i mean not to that extent but i think that's pretty common you know like um, yeah I, I wouldn't say all of us are got a bunch of crazy issues sure but, but man a lot of the guys that i find at the gym have something mm-hmm. going on or have had something in the past that 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 that, that, that isn't exactly I, i'd say uh picture perfect or right. normal you know and, and it kind of brings us all together and
1: Uh Well, choosing to learn how to fight isn't the most mentally stable decision
0: in the first place. For sure.
1: You're not in the right headspace
2: when you made that choice, yeah, you for know. Sure. And I think now in the jiu-jitsu side, you know, you're seeing a lot of the intel, uh, the intellectuals getting into it. You know, like Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan. He does. Jordan Peterson, just yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Jordan Peterson's into jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Sam. Um, oh, Andrew Yang, the guy that's running for president. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of your, of course, your former SEAL guys like Jacko and Andy Stumps also guys. So it makes sense, and you know, but. Before all that, you're right. Like, uh, you didn't see, like, the intellectuals so much. So getting drawn to it, you saw guys like us um, finding – I don't even really know why the fuck I started training. I don't. I just know that I, always, I was always into martial arts when I was a young kid. My parents couldn't afford to send me to uh, to do karate and taekwondo. So – because it was 70 – I that's remember it was then. That's all there was taekwondo, is taekwondo, karate, man. Yeah, man. Everybody, right? Because yeah. we were living in Boger, Louisiana – and um, it was uh, Young Zeebs. Taekwondo was the big gym there. And um, Young, he, Zeebs. Young Zeebs, yeah, that was his name. That was his name, Young Zeebs. Zeebs. Uh, you know, I think that was his actual group. name. What? You know? That was his real name. He was an Asian. Come on guy. down to Young Zeebs. I think you're reading it wrong. What we'll did you Taekwondo? <laughs> so he was an Asian guy, punching and kicking. And um, I remember it was $75 a month, but my parents couldn't afford that. And I guess you know, $75 in the '90s was a lot, uh, especially when you had as many kids as we had. And so. I would just do these free trial classes where you could go do one free class and I'd find rides to the Taekwondo gyms. And it got to the point where like Mr. Zeb. Uh, was like, you know, hey, It's Mitch, Young Zeeb. What is his
0: name? Is his yeah. name Young Zeeb? It is Young
2: Zeeb. Oh. I Google it. I'm, he's probably dead now, but that was he was like the prolific Taekwondo guy. Shut
0: up. What the fuck?
2: <laughs> I, you guys are looking at it like Young, Y-O-U-N-G. But no. Wait, oh. Young, like Young oh. Zeeb. Oh, okay. That okay. makes that so does, much more sense.
0: Oh, he sound like a rapper name.
1: I, it did, it I did, yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on down, little Zeebs. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. It's your good. So my 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 white trash accent (laughs) fucked all this up because i was now that i think about it i have been saying it wrong this whole time (laughs) for for about about 30 years i've been saying young z but you're right i think it's
1: young i think it was (laughs) young but then it also kind of makes you sound like a douchebag, like you're trying to like young z young z so yeah it's just like at my (laughs) dojo oh it's it's, (laughs) it's like when you go
2: uh like uh when you go out and uh, one person in the group speaks Spanish, so you go to a Mexican restaurant, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get, the, I'm gonna get the number two, gracias."
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're right. like, "Man, that's the only words you know." We were when that, we were in Brazil the first long. time, oh, yeah. De nada, de nada." <laughs> my mom, my mother, one day, uh, they had a bunch of we had a bunch of people like working on our roof, and she goes out and offers them lemonade and tries to ask them in Spanish if they want <laughs> lemonade, and the roofers look at her and are like. Are you trying to ask us if we want lemonade? <laughs> and I was like,
0: awesome. I was at the door like screaming, just like yes. The, the, the one I get is uh, so so I'm for the record, I'm half Filipino, but okay. I'll go in there with my all white family because I know my my I never met my dad, you right. know, Like uh, he uh, but my mom know, they're all white. And let's have fun, and I'll go with them, and I'll be sitting at the Mexican restaurant. And they'll start talking Spanish to me because, of course, I'm I'm brown. I thought you were Spanish for a very long time.
1: Honestly, I just now found out I'm today years old when I found out that you were half Filipino.
0: Awesome, dude. So
2: I'm only five years old from the time I found out that he was not Mexican because I I would even make
1: Mexican jokes
2: to you. And you were just (laughs) like, I still get Mexican
1: jokes. (laughs) I'm glad that I'm not a racist and say Mexican jokes towards people or Hispanic jokes. Well, you guys know Julianne,
2: and she's not Mexican either, by the way. I thought she was when i first started dating her and that's the reason i started dating her and then uh, one day i was like yeah hey, same so that's what yeah. i would do to you <laughs> i was like uh because I, I was like i've never been with a latina you know that's all i've been with <laughs> <laughs> and so i asked her one day i was like so what you know are you like half latina or what and she's like no i'm just a white girl i'm like mm, you're not, <laughs> like, look at, not. so we tell me what's going on here you need, <laughs> yeah and she's like well i mean i'm cajun i'm like that's not real like that's not a real it isn't. That's not a race. She is. She isn't. No, uh, she's uh, Native American and French. Okay.
0: Yeah, she is kind of tan. Like she's super. Darker, oh, man. dude, and she's got. If there was eyes.
1: anything that was Cajun, and say that's yeah. that's it. Well, <laughs> we were American and French.
2: We a year a couple of years ago, we were out at uh, at neighbors the dive bar there in North Little Rock, and we uh, were trying. We were both wasted, trying to get an Uber back to our hotel. And I think I've told this story before, um, but it's relevant to what you said. And so there was a Mexican guy out in front of the bar. So we walk out, and there's a car parked right in front of the bar. And we're like, well, that must be our Uber or an Uber at least, right? That seems like a place they'd park. And, uh, this Mexican dude is trying to get inside the car, but the, the driver's like, man, I'm not taking you to Cabot. And, um, so I step in cause I speak uh, very unfluent Spanish and I'm trying to talk to him in Spanish to try to help him, uh, figure out how he's going to get home and stuff. And, um, talk to the, I'm talking to the driver. I'm like, look, man, just take him to Cabot. You know, it's okay. He's a good dude, whatever. And, um, the Mexican guy looks at Julianne and just starts speaking to her in Spanish. Hmm. And then Julianne's like, this yeah, happens all the time. That, that is my life, bro. That is my life. She's like, I'm not, I don't know what you're saying to me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's almost like he was making fun of me to her in Spanish in hopes that she would tell me what he was saying. Hmm. Long story short, we took the Uber. Because uh, the guy refused to take him to Cabot. We get halfway across the river going back to uh, the hotel downtown and I asked the guy, um, hey, man, how long you been doing this Uber driving thing? And he literally goes, oh, I'm not an Uber. What? You just got in my car. <laughs>
1: what? I'm not this lying.
2: I'm not lying. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. How, is this, how does this not happen more often, honestly? like It was the weirdest thing. And so like I was like, oh, whatever, dude. And he's like, no, seriously, you guys, your your wife said that that she would pay me to drive you guys back to the hotel, <laughs> and so I look at her, and I'm like, "The fuck are you?" And so then I'm just like in my head, I'm like, "All right, let's get." Like, guess what guy does that? What guy? Well, he had his wife strangers. with him too. It was some dude and his wife were in a car. Oh, bro, what? yeah, he's looking out. Uh, no, no best part. driving. Best part. Right, it was, it was he, was, him, and his wife were African American. We get back to the hotel getting ready to get out. I'm just happy that he has not pulled a gun, not because he was African American. I'm just saying that some stranger, you know, like, I don't know what his intentions were. He had no problem picking up two white people who were drunk at a bar. Like, I don't know what you're going to do. People die all the time like this. And, um, we get back to the hotel and we're getting ready to get out. I'm like, Hey man, thanks, man. Here's like 30 bucks for the ride. He goes, yeah, 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 man. Hey, hey, uh, y'all white folk. Um, y'all, y'all like ecstasy. (laughs) Two for one. I know. And I was like, what yeah. <laughs> he's like and he pulls out this bag It's like man i got all this x i can't get rid of it y'all want to buy some and we we're like no thank you <laughs> Bro, we're gonna go
0: you know and I like got, it was the weirdest shit i got you going it's like so we're in there in dc and i'm not gonna mention the ufc fighters that did this but i was up there training <laughs> with a couple and uh we get done training, it's like, you know, Washington, DC, baby. We rec- recreational and medical. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah like, yeah. hey, holler at your boy. And I was like, wow, that's you know, fucking two for one deal here training in Washington. <laughs> yeah. But Washington's weird. It's like it's like a uh they have recreation and medical, but also like you can't buy it commercially. Like it's a, it's a it's a it's a weird law. You can't that, buy yeah. it commercially. Yeah. So I was looking it up on Google, like, and you can Google, it's like it, you can do medical and recreational, but, mm-hmm. like, you can't go and buy at a store up there. I'm, I'm not real sure. That's weird. Uh, yeah. I, look it up. I, you're, you're yeah. Crazy. Well, I mean, Colorado the
2: same way because my son lives in Colorado Springs, mm-hmm. and I was up there for the combatives course for the Air Force, and and he had mentioned the same thing, you know, because I was like, man, you're, you're- all going to get drug tested <laughs> soon.
0: Well, I told him. Dude, USADA has has tested me twice, and I haven't even fought yet. Really? Oh yes. no! They, Shit! Sure. They've showed up at the gym at my house. Yeah, like, they've tested me twice now already, and I haven't even fought yet, yeah, bro. Like they they are I remember like yeah. they are for real. Yeah. Bryce was getting ready to teach
2: class one day, and um. USADA showed up and he had to go pee in a cup yeah, real quick and then go teach class. It was yeah. the weirdest thing. That same
0: guy got that's me and then was, this lady yeah. got me, dude. Yeah. Now man, do so. we have representatives from USADA that are in dude, Arkansas? No, they drove the, so the lady that came, she came from I believe Texas. Another guy came from from even further. Like so no they that's, just get that's get there's pinged no on Arkansas the, representatives. That's
1: why it's so hard to to regulate all of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why it's so what hard for them to catch people and to, yeah, because you've got to go to to so keep far it. To a find consistent, it. a consistent testing policy,
0: you know. But it's so strict, man. Like we have to every three months, we fill out a whereabouts sheet, letting us know where you'll be every hour of the day. If I if I were to leave and go, hang, go stay at your house for the night, I have to I have to get on my app, yeah. put in your address and, and say where I'm staying. Whoa, like it's, for it's you, biota. so they can just show up. Yes, And That's you crazy. get like, <clears throat> say, if I didn't fill it in, and, it, and you didn't fill one in. And they come, and you're not there. Like, say you're out on a trip. Like, you know, you get a, uh, you get three strikes, and like, dude, you're kicked out. Like, wow, you know, dude, like that, dude like that's kind of that's very nuts, strange. man. Yeah, I know. but man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think it's great. Like, dude, oh yeah. like, yeah. uh, there the, the, there's no excuse for like steroid and EPO use and like, which I disagree, dude, but which, uh, <laughs> obviously, <yeah.
1: laughs> I think well, I think that like there there's a there should be a place for it. And a place not for it. Yeah, yeah, like we've talked about it. Like maybe yeah. like make Bellator like the 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 dirty the dirty, dirty organization. league and UFC the clean league or yeah. something. Just because I want to see what the human but body I, can I do. But I do understand it because look what
2: whenever John Jones tests a positive for Tremblin... or uh, not trembling, but um, um DC, like that was. That was a. I mean, imagine you get beat by a guy who tests positive for steroids, yeah, bro, and you've trained exactly. clean the whole time.
0: Yes, man. Big and when you build like D.C., <laughs> it's real, dude. And and look, um, so you can make the. So I've also heard like the case people make of. Well, as you get older your test is shut sure. down so maybe you should we could come to a law to where you have to have a level test mm-hmm. so 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 you can get a little bit of a test uh booster to get level with everybody else but yeah I don't know how you could really you can't and here's you why could do so that. that you know they let TRT
2: into the UFC for a while right oh and they, guys like Vitor Belfort were fucking going, yoking up Ill, in Brazil yeah. because here's the reason why and and I'm somebody who has gone through the TRT process The range for normal is so ridiculous. Like they consider the normal range to be anything from three hundred milligram or three hundred nanograms per deciliter up to like fifteen hundred. And that's the difference between somebody who's actually cycling steroids and somebody who's like right. 40 and years so old. the range was so wide. It's so that wide that, that there's no way to say, okay, this is normal range, right? right. Because then you're going to have those guys who have naturally high hormones. Yeah. They're going to come in and they're going to be like, well, you're cheating yeah. because your hormones are so high. And we they're going to be like, the well, we'll
0: fuck. Uh, a guy that actually made it through the contender series, that actually happened to him. Like mm-hmm. his just his, He, he set off an alarm when he got tested. His test levels were so high, but he it come to find out his natural was he test, yoked? His, not really, really you know, that's weird. But his nat, I mean, he, he was built, but not yeah. just like crazy. Man, if he was stuff. on steroids, he would be though. But if, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, just to say he he was on steroids. Yeah. He just naturally yeah. produced a higher, and that's amount what's going to happen. And, and, and that triggers, you test. know.
2: And it's also weird because I, I think it's weird that that that's illegal to take testosterone in in those types of doses, but women can take birth control. And it's the same thing. You're manipulating hormones. Now, of Uh. course, you can get TRT, but like all those women who were in the UFC who take birth control, they're doing the same thing. They're taking uh, synthetic estrogen to control their birth birth, uh, cycles and their reproductive cycles. But men can't do it to to you know. It's I didn't think of those think things. Of it like yeah. It's it like it's that. weird like that you know. And I,
0: definitely you can definitely tell there's higher testosterone in some women than others. Oh, like yeah. look at your like um, that Amanda Nunes. Oh she, yeah. Like, you know mm, she's got. I mean a she's got so much testosterone that she sports. likes girls. Like that's how much <laughs>
2: testosterone she's got. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. Hey, we've
1: got to shout out um, our Patreon donors because we forgot to do that. or we oh yeah we yeah. neglected to do it on the last episode. And now I feel bad about All it. All right, well, we'll do it.
2: So every time somebody donates to our Patreon, which is what keeps this thing going, we do a shout out to nice. them so that they can,
1: they you know, and I think most people just donate so they can hear their name on the radio. Yeah, pretty much. I think we only have like two right now. Good. Oh, we did we already shout out Austin Knutson? I can't remember that episode screwed us up, dude. We just did. We just did. We're doing it now. Austin Knutson. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Cody, <laughs> yeah, TJ says thank you too. Um you don't. You don't get a cut of this.
0: To oh. <laughs> <laughs> give me the brights, yeah, I gotta move. You the just me.
2: You didn't move the microphone. You just moved the dust cover.
1: <laughs> this is our money. What, what does this actually do? Guys?
2: It keeps you from. It's like a. Um, it keeps you from getting the, the pop. Yeah. So like when people like when people speak any like p's and stuff, oh. it pops on the microphone gotcha. and it keeps that from. Well, hitting. they look gangster. Guys. They do.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe like Rogan has them, so that's why we got them. Joe so Rogan doesn't have them. Oh, he doesn't? No, he he has those uh Sure SM7B. Well, that's next on the list. But well, we can't get things like that unless people donate to the Patreon. So <laughs> <Yeah>. Patreon, baby. <laughs> uh, and then we have. Did we say Cody Nash? Did I say that?
2: Yeah, we said it on the last episode, but I don't remember if it was the one we released or if it was the one that got crashed. See,
1: that's what I'm saying. I don't. We yeah. didn't do shout outs on the last. Okay. One, the one that came out because our shit crashed. Oh yeah. Uh, so Cody Nash and Austin thank you very cool I know Austin is catching up on episodes and he's uh, we talked about it on the Phantom yep. episode he really appreciated uh, my spiral down into a depression oh, yeah. in the middle of an in the middle episode. Of an episode. <laughs> Johnny in like had- five seconds, I just was just kind of like, bring a, man, the, the, fuck the conversation with. down a minute ago. He me. does that I from time to, to time. I mm. guess you need
0: it. Y'all are good balance for each other. Yeah, I feel yin and yang. You mm-hmm. too.
1: Dude,
2: yeah, there was an episode we had where like Johnny literally was like at high, and then it, no, it 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 like, randomly he was just like, I'm gonna kill myself.
1: Yeah, I didn't say that <laughs> you didn't say it was implied <laughs> I, I was just kind of like man I'm fucking done with this it's, it's what it was he was just like nothing's the episode funny was over like everything we were saying was just beating a dead horse enough is enough yeah and I was like dude I'm done with this let's wrap the episode like yeah we uh, yeah a little. we bit, brought him back though we brought him back a little bit like what we need to do yeah know? we need
2: we need to go ahead and wrap it up now because I know you crashes. got somewhere you gotta be TJ and then um, and then we don't want the computer to crash man, yes. Flyer, so Yeah, it does dude I told you yesterday man. I was like man you know, when you get in here, you're like, man, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, dude. Bro, I was a little nervous coming over here. Were you?
1: You guys kick ass. You man. did awesome, dude. Ass, oh, thanks. Dude, nice, dude. You, this episode is really great. You did awesome. Cool. We really I appreciate really it. 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 man. Yeah. And
2: like I told you on Tuesday, or like I told you last night, you know, the biggest thing is, is that, you know, if there's whenever I tagged you on in Instagram where you had that free-range jiu-jitsu thing, yeah. so that's like something that me and Johnny push hard Uh okay. is, we, we, in our opinion, free-range jiu-jitsu is just pushing the fact that everybody should train with everybody flags don't matter schools don't matter coaches don't matter in the sense that yeah, as man. long as everybody's training with everybody you yeah. know cross training and enjoying that kind of stuff and plus we also coming from like punk rock background coming from like the skateboard background like we're really pretty proud of the organi- the community we have here in Arkansas yeah, and so like any chance we can get to like help other people you know like whether you know we've got I don't know maybe 200 people that listen to us I don't know fuck
1: something i don't know uh, oh yeah sorry i yeah. thought i don't no, know that, that was you're asking me a question that was a, i'm looking yeah, right yeah, at, somewhere at you somewhere around like 200 250
2: yeah so we have close to 300 people that listen to the podcast and it's growing <laughs> See all how the that time. went up <laughs> yeah.
1: so it's like you basically know. 500 people so we just hit a thousand <laughs> and um yeah.
2: but we're growing you know and so the idea man is this like we help we want to help you guys and we know it's going to help us too you know like you know bryce we talked about this the other day on instagram bryce went from like what was it
1: how many followers oh he went from 16 to like 53 bro,
0: when you go
2: to
1: tweeting the uh, president, bro, you know what I'm like, saying? No, And so,
2: you know, it's, it, I'm not saying we're responsible for Bryce getting a $30,000, uh, a 30,000 person follower but increase. Once he was on here, right? He didn't okay. start until okay. he was on and here. And I want right. to point that out. Mm-hmm. Bryce
1: came on the podcast
2: <laughs> and then he got the second twister in UFC history i can't imagine what's gonna happen for you what's, in february there's, Come to me. There's what's nothing, gonna happen there's nothing there's nothing
1: else that could possibly prove what happened other than him being on the podcast yeah guys, so it's the only 2020
0: speaks to be Joe.
1: 2020 is gonna be killing it <laughs> so you're so. welcome tj is what we're trying to say yep um
0: for coming on our podcast that's right <laughs> so okay. um is there anything you want to say before you get out of here man i just want to say thank you guys you guys do a great job here thanks for having me on here man it was a, uh, it was fun times man and guess we're all going to get back to back at it yeah,
1: yeah. we'll have you on uh maybe like after your fight or a little bit before i'm learning i think after the fight is actually yeah. better yeah
0: win or lose dude let do it you know yeah, we'll yeah. i'm good to talk about it absolutely because uh-huh.
1: you, you've got to have the experience to talk about it um Zimmer. and then uh do we still have time to to record something for the What's patreon are you down for that yeah dude let's do it cool yeah. all right um awesome so we'll see you next week bye yeah. Yeah.